Welcome to See It or Shove It. Each week we'll feature a recap and review of the latest theatrical and streaming releases, and I'll advise whether you should go see it in the theaters, or at home, or shove it all together and pretend it doesn't exist. I'm your host, Greg, and thanks to theater subscription programs, I go and see every movie I can and bring my opinions back to you. Each year, I set a personal goal to see more movies than I did the previous year, and this year my target is to see at least 264 movies, with at least 149 of those in the theater. As of this recording, I am up to 79 films overall and 48 in the theater. Will I reach my goal? Keep listening for updates, and let's get started on this week's episode. At the movies this week, director Robert Eggers gives us the Viking opus, The Northman, the buddy road trip comedy, E Como SL, and the animated adaptation of the book series, The Bad Guys. First up is The Northman, starring Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, and Anya Taylor-Joy. The historical action film is based on the Scandinavian legend Amleth. It opens in the year 895, when King Arvindil, played by Ethan Hawke, returns home from war and is reunited with his family. After spending the night celebrating with his wife, played by Kidman, and performing a spiritual rite of passage with his young son, he is ambushed by his brother, Fjornir, who murders him in front of his young son. Fortunately, his son manages to escape. But seeing it is too risky to return home, the young boy hides among the villagers, where he witnesses his mother being kidnapped by his uncle, and he right then and there vows to avenge his father's death, free his mother, and kill his father's murderer. Years later, Amleth returns to Iceland after finding out his family now lives there. He blends in as a servant where he meets Olga, played by Taylor Joy. You might know her from Netflix's Queen's Gambit. The two work together to exact his revenge plan. Now, director Robert Eggers, if you've seen his previous films... The Witch or The Lighthouse, you'll know that he has a very unique voice in storytelling, and he can be an acquired taste. This film is no different. I saw this film in my local Dolby Theater, and the picture and sound were both stunning. The cinematography was gorgeous, and the dark look and tone was perfect. I am not usually a huge fan of the historical epics. I find them to be long and tedious and boring, and often more like homework rather than entertainment. However, I thought this one was going to suffer the same fate, but it didn't. Once it got going, in the second half, it was incredibly engaging. The performances are all terrific, with Skarsgård and Kidman, who were last seen together playing a tormented married couple in the HBO series Big Little Lies, remember that? Both shine in their roles, and Taylor Joy provides um, solid work as well. And there's also a brief appearance by Icelandic singer Bjork. The film has a few twists that I didn't see coming and was very enjoyable to watch. But be warned, the violence is brutal. So if violent epic legends are your thing, you'll probably enjoy this. If you're kind of squeamish and you don't like too much blood and, and violence and beheadings and things like that, you might want to skip this one. But overall, I rate this one as a see it. Next up is the buddy road trip comedy from Mexico, E Como Es El, 
also referred to as Backseat Driver. The film is a remake of the 2006 Korean film Driving With My Wife's Lover, and that there tells you what this is about. It stars Mauricio Ockman as Tomas, a man who is hell-bent on revenge after finding out that his wife Marcia, played by Zoria Vega, has been cheating on him with Hero, played by Omar Chaparro. He travels to Puerto Vallarta with the intent of killing Hero, but suddenly loses his nerve after he discovers that his wife isn't having a fling with an airline pilot, but rather a taxi driver instead. When Tomas instead decides to vandalize Hero's cab, very unsuccessfully, I might add, due to some very durable materials, he accidentally stabs himself in his leg, and he's incapacitated, and he wakes up in the backseat of the cab. The rest of the film is a predictable buddy road trip flick, including a subplot involving loan sharks chasing down Hero for money owed to their boss. So, while this was a predictable and formulaic comedy, you've seen one, you've seen them all, I did find the film to be enjoyable to watch. It's certainly not something I will be looking back at the end of the year as being one of my favorites, but it is harmless, mindless fun. So, I say this one is a see it. Finally this week, is the adaptation of the children's book series, The Bad Guys, a movie about a gang of animals who run a crime ring in the city of Los Angeles. Led by Mr. Wolf, voiced by Oscar winner Sam Rockwell, the gang is known for outsmarting authorities and getting away with their antics. When Governor Diane Foxington, voiced by Zazie Beetz of Joker fame, is unimpressed with their crimes and insults them during a press conference, Mr. Fox decides to up the ante and prove her wrong and commit the crime of the century, along with his accomplices, Mr. Snake, who is voiced by comedian Mark Marin, Mr. Piranha, voiced by Anthony Ramos, who starred in my favorite film of 2021, In the Heights, and Mr. Shark and Miss Tarantula, voiced by comedians Craig Robinson and Aquafina. The group infiltrates the award ceremony honoring guinea pig philanthropist and local hero Professor Rupert Marmalade IV, where they attempt to steal the Golden Dolphin Trophy. Things go terribly wrong, and instead of getting arrested, Marmalade offers to take them in to rehabilitate the group. Will it work, or will they just continue to do what comes naturally to them? You'll have to find out by watching the movie. This movie works as an entertaining children's film that adults can enjoy as well. I really had fun watching it, and I enjoyed the voice work each of the actors did. At an hour and 40 minutes, it went at a brisk pace, and while you never doubt how this will end, it is cleverly written to have a few surprises along the way. This film is a see-it, and I think your kids will like it too. So that's it for this week. It's kind of a short week, isn't it? There weren't many new movies out, and I think the market is just kind of waiting for Doctor Strange to come out in two weeks. But here's my recap. The Northman is a see-it. Y Como SL Backseat Driver is a mild see-it. And The Bad Guys is a see-it. Additionally, it's time for my lightning round reviews of the additional movies I saw, and others that are new to own or rent that may or may not be worth your while in my segment called Quick Picks. Oh, yeah. 
Netflix's escape room knockoff, titled Choose or Die, is a shove-it. Pierce Brosnan's fairy tale, The King's Daughter, is a huge shove-it. And finally, Disney's annual Earth Day offering, The Gorgeously Shot Polar Bear, is available on Disney Plus and is a see-it. But make sure you have a box of tissues nearby, because it is a weeper. That's it for this week. It is a milestone week here at Seared or Shove It as I celebrate my 10th podcast. I hope you are enjoying listening to it as much as I enjoy making it. If you've been listening since the beginning or are new ears to my cheers and jeers, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. I'm grateful. Support your local theaters by going to see some of the movies I reviewed this week. A programming note for next week, with only one new wide release, as well as some out-of-town friends visiting, my movie going will be going on a one-week hiatus. Instead, I will be recording a special edition of See It or Shove It, the Binge TV edition, where I will give my thoughts on a handful of shows that may or may not be worth your time. Follow and rate me where you get your podcast, and I'll catch you next time. See It or Shove It is recorded in Orlando, Florida, and is produced by Gregory G. Productions. Music by Mysterio Music. All rights reserved. <laughs>